getting into our usual uh, Ring of Honor as Edge just went back into my regular routine. Then we have the, the old school originals on the show. Uh, Ring of Honor, SmackDown, Raw, Dynamite. And that's what we're going to be talking about. Oh, Mr. K in the house. What's up, Joe? You're not <laughs> Probably not a show for you, but I appreciate you stopping in. You know, it's just my a solo wrestling pause. But shout out, shout out. For... Uh, yeah, so we are going to do Ring of Honor, SmackDown, Raw, and Diamond. Uh, well, let's get into that. All right. Yeah, yeah. thank you. <laughs> I'll put that up there too. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, first, first off, last Thursday, uh, Thursdays is Ring of Honor. So, uh, Ring of Honor started Devari versus Mark Briscoe, and you know, uh, me and the real Murder. I don't think Murder's in here yet, but we got them boys forever shirts that came in today, so I had to rep it on the show. Shout out Mark Briscoe, Jay Briscoe. Uh, big ups, you know, had to order these shirts in. Uh, them boys forever shirts. Uh, we both copped one of those. Uh, that's a little sidetrack. So versus Ari Devari. Uh, they had an alright match. It wasn't anything super good or anything super bad. Uh, it was essentially a setup for the varsity athletes to jump Mark Briscoe. And then kind of FTR is kind of making their resurgence here back on TV, back on Ring of Honor. So Mark Briscoe's kind of hanging out with all the good tag teams uh, by himself ever since, of course. Uh, you know. Uh, Sky Blue versus already in the ring. We didn't not we didn't watch that. Mike Bennett versus Darius Martin. This is two underrated guys probably. Uh who had a pretty good match, in my opinion. Um now the pretty good match between Mike Bennett and Darius Martin was ruined by Matt Taven for disqualification. So uh 
not her, not not my favorite way to end a good match, but it is what it is. It's a TV kind of storytelling type of thing. Uh, Action Andretti comes out. Uh, I didn't see him come out anyway. Uh, to help out uh, Darius, uh, Darius brother of, of course. Uh, half of Top Flight. The other half is uh, out with injury from the uh, Reach for the Sky ladder match. If you recall the Ring of Honor pay per view there a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago. Reach for the sky, boy. Uh, so we'll see. We'll have to see what's going on there. Uh, it is good. It's good to see the kingdom still getting work, though. Uh, I'll say that. Uh, next up, we've got Wheeler Yuta. Uh, they gave him a pretty easy win over Hot Sauce, and then I feel like I've seen Hot Sauce Tracy Williams lose a couple times. I feel like they're using Tracy Williams as a jobber, and I don't like that. That's just my personal opinion. I would be given uh, an old-school Ring of Honor. Man, he was getting a nice kind of push there near the end of the old-school Ring of Honor. Uh, I'd like to see Hot Sauce in some more bigger pictures. That's just my opinion, I guess. Uh, Maybe Hot Sauce isn't as over with everyone as uh, as with me, so please let me know in the live chat or in the comments. Hot sauce, Tracy Williams. What do we think? Uh, Wheeler Yuta's getting big push lately, and I get it. Uh, not my thing, but I get it for sure. No, no beef. <coughs> Excuse me. So next up, we had the uh, Workhorseman uh, versus the Pure Champion, the Wrestler, uh, Katsuyori Shibata. Uh, and his tag team partner was uh, his homie Alex Coughlin, and that is that is a shorter dude that is ripped as shit. Uh, now all four of these guys look pretty good in the match, uh, but uh, man, Shibata, I think Shibata's getting over with me. Super, if he ha- if he wasn't already, he's getting super over now with me. Um, I think it's just his strikes. Like, I don't know how the other person is okay at the end of the night when I see his strikes. Uh, and I also like what he's doing with the pure title. He's not wrestling in a heel way where he cheats in the pure division, which I kind of like it as a pure division. My old man take on it, but that is what it is. So I do like uh, both Shibata and what he's doing with the pure title. I'll admit I didn't watch Willow Nightingale versus Little Mean Kathleen. Stu Grayson versus Tony Nese. I like both those guys. Tony Nese, Stu Grayson, so we had to give that a shot. Uh, well, so what did I say here? Sorry, let me check my notes on Tony Nese, Stu Grayson. Stu Grayson gets the dub in another probably above average TV match. Uh, both these guys, like I just said, I, I even made note of it. Underrated, in my opinion. <clears throat> uh, so after the match there, Stu Grayson got the dub, and then Vincent and Dutch come out, if you're not familiar. They're kind of um, Bray Wyatt knockoffs. I, I don't know which one came first, to be honest. But <laughs> uh, it is what it is. Uh, I was never a big fan of Vincent and his whole trying to do like a horror theme. He does like horror theme factions and like horror movie stuff, and I don't know. It's not my. I'm not. I don't dig him. Uh, so <clears throat> we have to wonder: Is uh, is Vincent trying to recruit 
Dark Order to uh, his faction. I don't know. We're going to see there as well. Uh, then there was the Proving Ground match. If you guys are unfamiliar with Proving Ground matches in Ring of Honor, it's where someone, usually someone lesser known or with a smaller name, but it can be anyone, challenges the champion. And if they last, I believe it's 10 minutes, and then they get a title shot, and it's just lasting that long. 99% of the times, they never do. This was uh, Damn Watt, uh, the, the French woman versus Athena. And no, uh, I did I did see who uh, if, if they went the 10 minutes, but of course not. Uh, now, the main event of Smack, or of uh, Ross. Raw. Can't get my word straight tonight. Main event of Ring of Honor. I'm looking ahead to my notes uh, of SmackDown after this, but the main event is actually. The, Topic slash talk worthy Claudio Castagnoli versus Metalik, the king of the ropes. Uh, love both these guys, man. Claudio's starting to get his recognition now, so I don't know if we can still say he's underrated. I mean, I always said he was underrated in WWE. Maybe he's starting to get noticed more now somehow. Either way, solid as, uh, solid as shit, dude. Grand Metalik definitely, or sorry, just Metalik. I'm using his WWE name. Uh, he is the king of the ropes, man. Good lucha action from him. Uh, both guys have been underpushed in their careers, I'd say, as a whole. So, um, and these guys did not uh disappoint in this match. If you're gonna want to go watch it, definitely do. Um, lots of good false finishes. Where, uh, I mean, of course, Claudio is gonna win this match, but you get wrapped up in the match sometimes, and you. Yeah, uh, get tricked on that false finish and got me a couple times. So, uh, WWE could learn. This is what you do with these two guys, man. Um, it's not always about the promo, and perhaps with WWE and that audience, perhaps it is more so. So maybe it, it works better here for that reason in Ring of Honor. Uh, but I like it. I like it myself. Uh, for sure. I, I I don't need a promo for every match to be good. Just me. Uh, so that's Ring of Honor. Uh, let's move on to SmackDown here. Uh, so SmackDown opens up with the tag champs. That's Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. There it is. That's right. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Uh, and I'm perhaps jumping the gun on this, okay? Do they look weird holding two titles, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens? Like, it looks awkward, right? That they, they don't know what they want to do with them? I don't know. Uh, and don't get me twisted. I love both those guys. They're my favorite in WWE. I've got, the, I've got a Kevin Owens tattoo. I've got a Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn figures here. Shout out DBK. Uh, I love both these guys, man, but uh, it just looked weird with the two. Maybe just give them the one or something. I don't know. And, and it's weird that they come out separately and then walk down together. It's like they're not even friends or something. I don't know. Just merge their music already into one song, you know? Uh, so they're coming up for a promo, and then, of course, the Usos interrupt that. Um to go three on two, kind of, uh, uh, you know, a jump style on the ring there. 
And of course, the tag champs friends Matt Riddle bro is their new homie. Uh, so it seems that it's going to be like the Bloodline, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens with Matt Riddle now. Uh, so that is what it is. They kind of had a brawl, and we moved on from there till later. Uh, so then we had Xavier Woods versus L.A. Knight. Yeah, dummies. Uh, so they actually had a pretty good match for SmackDown. Uh, way above average for free TV SmackDown match for sure. Uh, not necessarily the false finishes, which I'm always preaching about, but uh, like it was, it was high speed, uh, good move set, high, good high spots. Uh, and uh, I mean, there there was a finisher too that actually did get me as well. So um, <clears throat> can't complain now about that. I am going to shoot off about Xavier was getting the win here. Uh, has he not had enough shine in WWE? Can you not give the guy that is maybe older in age but new to WWE, who is a veteran, boy is a uh, way under pushed. You keep jobbing LA Knight out when he deserves to be to have a strap. I don't know what they're doing with LA Knight. He's going to want to leave. If I was him, I would want to, unless the money was way more or something. But uh, he's jobbing to the worst. Like, oh, I hate that. Let, let me know. Do you guys want LA Knight to get a better push, or are you guys fine with that? You know. Uh, yeah, I guess I won't complain too much. Uh, or I already have. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, well, what can you do? Ooh. That's right. Let's move on. Damian Priest versus Santos Escobar. Uh, I feel like I might be in the minority on this. This is something I also want to get some comments on. Uh, I prefer Legato Del Fantasma over the LWO. This new LWO... I love. I, mean, I like all the guys in it, so I still like to see them to to go at it. But I just like the LWO. I mean, he just he just revamped his gear with the shawls and the patches. <clears throat> it had the same color scheme. Uh, anyway, they're, they're clearly going ahead with it, but it, so it doesn't matter what I say on there, I guess. But that's my opinion on it. Uh, so, Phantasma and Damian Priest. <clears throat> Yeah, of course, they had a pretty good match. Uh, this was a pretty good uh, couple matches in a row here on SmackDown, really. Um, you can go watch these matches back-to-back. Uh, they had lots of action as well, lots of high spots, for especially for SmackDown's concerned. Lots of action on the outside with all the faction members getting involved, people jumping off stuff, you know, because there's more people to catch them. Lots of action. Uh, the one beef I did have is that um, I think they're trying to pitch me and you that Selena Vega is a legitimate concern for Rhea Ripley, which doesn't make any sense. Selena Vega hasn't done anything ever except for that stupid her Corona or whatever you call it that we see her do every damn week. So uh, that is my only thing with it. The rest of it was uh, was good. Uh, next up, we did have Liv Morgan and Raquel Gonzalez, your new tag team champions. Uh, cutting a promo, I kind of, uh, I watched this for the notes, guys. I watched this for y'all. Uh, it was really awkward. They were just like, hey, we're happy to be here. And it was, uh, interrupted by Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. I'm not making that mistake again, guys. If you guys need that, 
go watch it. That's some rough TV there. Uh, just forget that. Let's move on to an actual talent and legend in Shinsuke Nakamura. It was Shinsuke Nakamura's return on the, the most episode, episode of SmackDown. Uh, I hope they book him well, push him well. And then I made that note, and then I found out that they booked him in his return match against Madcap Moss in a two-minute squash match. Uh, I mean, give me more. If Give me a story. Give me a match. Give me something. I mean, you know, that, it was weak. You pumped up Shinsuke's return, <clears throat> and you gave me, like, a finisher after, like, one move. And I, I know that's not Shinsuke's call. I'm just saying it's bullshit. Uh, and then the main event of SmackDown, it was Matt Riddle and Solo Sokoa. Um, and they were pretty good. Lots of reversals. You know, I'm a fan of the reversals, especially the smooth reversals. You hate to see a botchy, sloppy reversal. Uh, but nope, these two, uh, they, they clearly have been having matches because they're starting to get a good feel for each other. Um, but again, this was a match kind of like some of the other matches we've been doing. Lots of outside stuff going on. There's confusions. The Usos coming down. Then the tag team champions coming down. It was Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Uh, they were fighting the Usos. If it will ever... Ah, there you go. Um... At the end of the day, there was enough confusion for Solo, actually. I believe he hit that uh, thumb spike move and uh, got the pin there. So, Bloodline, yeah, looking strong on SmackDown. All right, I just want to take a minute or two here just for ad reads and shout-outs, guys. It'll be real quick. My first one is for the Real Fresh channel slash The Wrestling Corner. Uh, if you want to support the show, uh, and let's say you're into any of the following, sports gambling, like you like to bet on the games, you like to bet on props, say you don't like sports gambling, you can do casino, slots, poker, blackjack. You can do it all. Use the Bodog sign up in our YouTube description. Make sure you use that link to for a, all new users can double their deposit. And if you use the link, it will support the show as well. So don't you want to double your deposit up to $400 while supporting the show? If you use the link in the YouTube description, Bodog Sports and Casino. Uh, and again, that supports the show, so I appreciate that. Uh, new users, go sign up. Uh, I do want to give another shout-out to an awesome graphic designer out there, Strong underscore GFX on Twitter. Uh, Strong graphics, Strong underscore GFX on Twitter. I just changed the uh, the bottom of the screen there if you're looking for it. Of course, if you can't find them, hit me up. The best deals, the best quality on the Strong graphics. They set up my thumbnail template for the wrestling corner exactly how I wanted. Uh, so hit them up for all your graphic design needs. There we go, yes. And I just have one last uh, shout-out, of course, to our homies at this uh, college sports cast. They are featured on the Real Fresh channel every Sunday. 
and they are also on the fanboys website with us and tons of other talent on the fanboys but this is this is about college sportscast they've got they're on a, on a legit channel i'm going to run their commercial for you uh, be sure to check them out college sportscast every sunday on the real fresh channel but they have uh, tons of other content check this out hey guys i'm brad i'm john and we are college sportscast we are now on WSBN TV. You can catch us on Tuesday and Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Central and Sunday afternoon at 3 p.m. Central Time. And we will cover a variety of hot topics across the land of college sports, along with having special guests. We are presented by the Fanboys. Hey guys, I'm Brad. I'm John. And we are College Sportscast. We are now on WSBN TV. You can catch us on Tuesday and Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Central and Sunday afternoon at 3 p.m. Central Time. And we will cover a variety of hot topics across the land of college sports, along with having special guests. We are presented by the fanboys. Hell yeah, ran it twice. Twice is nice. Shout out to them. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, now we will move on. Let's get to Monday Night Raw from this week. Uh, so let's see. Monday Night Raw. Uh, of course, opened up with the bloodline. Uh, now, of course, Roman's not hanging out with them as much the last couple shows here, so minus Roman. Uh, the bloodline is interrupted by the Judgment Day, and this somehow leads to Solo Sokoa versus Rey Mysterio, who came out from the back. Uh, my un- not understanding aside, um, Pretty good match, I suppose. Uh, much of the commotion ended up began between the LWO. Uh, so, man, Solo gets the dub again. Solo has been getting a lot of pins lately. I think he's going to be a beast on his own. I may have said this last week. Um, he's coming out on the right end of all these pins and these commotions. Uh, I think once they figure out when this storyline ends and he breaks off, Hmm, in the draft, I don't know if it'll be that soon or at another time. But uh, he is going to be a beast. He's got that uh, that old school Samoa vibe, that Umaga vibe. I love it. Uh, all right. So after that, uh, it was Bianca Belair versus Dakota Kai. Uh, I did watch this match. Uh, it was not worth watching, however. Uh, Bianca Belair. Uh, I, I I don't shit on her. I just say she is a good sports entertainer, and I prefer wrestlers. Uh, that's what I do generally say about her. Uh, now she actually did make Dakota Kai look good. Dakota Kai kind of looked a little awkward a couple spots. She kind of uh, Bel Air definitely went out of her way to uh, cover up some of the botchiness. 
And it seems like uh, Bianca Belair is just getting those W's all over damage control. I believe it was last week on one of the shows she got the win over EO Sky. So, uh, I mean, I'm sure Bailey's next. I don't know when that'll be. Um, but I'm, I mean, I'm sure it's to come. All right. <clears throat> shoot off. Okay, let me get ready before I shoot off here. Empty. All right. I'm going to shoot off. What in the world is Cody Rhodes doing calling out Brock Lesnar? In what world are all of you dummies out there really believing that Cody Rhodes is going to beat Brock Lesnar in any match? Do you expect me to believe Brock Lesnar is going to lay down while someone smaller than me pins him? There is no way in any world Cody Rhodes is beating Brock Lesnar in anything. What has again? This is the same argument for Roman Reigns. Cody is not that guy. Uh, you guys want me to buy this all the way till the pay per view and win two or three weeks? That C- Cody Rhodes is really going to fight Brock Lesnar and it's going to be any good? And then it's going to seem like he has a chance. That's the dumbest stuff. Like. Comment who believes that, that that might happen. Let me know. Let's make a bet. That's that's ridiculous. And there's more later, so maybe I'll save some of my shooting off for that. Uh, no, here it is. The security. Exactly. That's what I was thinking of. Uh, they had to get the security to keep them apart. Oh, yeah. Hilarious. <sighs> so, I don't know. Tell me what you guys think. Am I just shooting off like, or, or, or am I on base? There isn't in no world Cody Rhodes even in, should be in the same ring as Brock Lesnar. It doesn't even make sense. I'll, I'll try to move on. I don't know how well I'll do. But the next match was Miz versus Seth Rollins. Uh, I mean, these guys know each other. They're, they're both professionals. Of course, they put on a nice, smooth TV match. Uh, I wouldn't say they went out of the way to make it anything special, but certainly a good TV match. Uh, Seth Rollins gets that stomp. I mean, is it worth watching? Not if you missed it, but if it, if it was on, you wouldn't mind, you know? <laughs> That's probably how I put that one. Uh, I would say it's better than the next match, which was Lashley versus Austin Theory. Um, I think my love for Bobby Lashley is fading. I used to be a mark for Bobby Lashley, and now I'm starting to realize he's kind of not that exciting. Uh, that sucks to say, lad. Uh, my note, yeah, pretty pretty boring match. Uh, and then the match ended up getting ruined by Bronson Reed. I feel like every second match of all these shows got ruined by somebody. I guess that's wrestling on TV for you. Uh, all right, next up was Trish Stratus explaining her heel turn, sort of. Uh, she just kind of gave a very generic heel promo. I don't know. I guess I'm just surprised that she's still around and turned heel. Like, has she... Does anyone care that she's turned heel? Did anyone think she put on any good matches at, at any point? That she wasn't carried through every match? And it was like one or two matches? And I'm blanking on that, but... It was no more than that. Um, why does she need to turn heel? It's not that she's lifting the division or anything. 
It's very weird. I don't need to see Trish Stratus try to do what she used to do. You guys let me know, though. Maybe you guys like the nostalgia. I don't know. I'm not into it. Uh, next up, we did have a women's tag team match. Uh, Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green versus Mia Yim and Candice LeRae. Uh, not only do I not care about really any of these four, maybe Mia Yim can maybe separate herself, maybe separate herself from the other three, but don't really care. Um, I'm pretty sure, yeah, Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green are the number one contenders already. Um, I'm pretty sure it was just nailing the show before, so you know how that's going to end, so yeah. Let's move on to the Judgment Day versus uh, Matt Riddle and Kevin Owens. And um, for this one, there we go. We'll get it someday. Uh, The match was pretty good. It was pretty fast-paced. Even with all, uh, what's that, a six-man, six guys there. Uh, they didn't feel like they were bouncing into each other. You know, sometimes you get six guys. They don't know what they're supposed to be doing. It felt pretty good. Uh, now, this all, of course, ended up again with the LWL, the Bloodline. There's like three or four different factions out there. They're all brawling, and this is how Raw ends. So there just seems to be kind of a faction war going on right now. Uh, I don't know if you want to call Kevin Owens, Sammy, and Matt Riddle a faction yet. Uh, kind of. They don't have a name or anything like that, but they're they're... They've aligned, at least, if they're not an official faction. Uh, now, the final show that I watched here this week was Dynamite. <coughs> uh, Dynamite opens up with Jungle Boy. Trying to cut a promo, gets cut cut off the minute he starts speaking by Darby Allen. Um, no, sorry, by Sammy Guevara. Then Sammy Guevara tried to talk, and Darby Allen came out. And it was either last week or the week before... I said these exact same words. They're they're just recycling their promos now. This is some lame ass shit. Um, super weak. Like AEW, that's horrible. Like, uh, not only are you pushing three undersized, not over guys as champions. Now you redo the same promo from two weeks ago, or maybe even last week. Happy 420. Maybe that's what I forget. But uh, Anyway, I was shooting off and lost my spot. Oh, yeah. So all three of those guys took turns shooting off, and then MJF comes out, uh, and they decide to have a little mini tournament to see who faces him. I honestly can't see any three of these guys beating MJF. They aren't champions to me. Not heavyweight champions. Not against MJF. Uh, they're kind of mid characters for me. You guys might leave the show if, after hearing that, but that's just opinion. Just opinion. Next up, I did something for the show again. I, I did a few little segments for the show this week. You can't say I don't want to do a few, a few segments for the show, you know? Uh, it was the Outcast versus Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker. They're in Pittsburgh this week, so you kind of know, you kind of expect what's going to happen. I watched this for the show. You never know. Maybe I'll be surprised. And you know what? There was no botched spots. There was no really super awkward moments. It was an average flow and pace. It wasn't slow, I guess. So, better than expected, but not spectacular. 
Of course, it ends up with uh, Brittany Baker getting that uh, in Pittsburgh, just as we all expected. Mm-hmm. Next up, the elite comes to the ring. You've got Adam Cole. Sorry, not Adam Cole. That's my next note. We've got <laughs> Kenny Omega. And we've got the Young Bucks. They call out the Blackpool Combat Club, who quickly are tricked. So, Brian Danielson came on the screen with the Jumbotron, whatever we're calling it. They all look. The rest of the Blackpool Combat Club jumping from behind in the ring, and it's on, like Donkey Kong. They team up and just basically beat up uh, Kenny Omega and the Elite. Uh, they kind of target Kenny a bit more. Uh, next up was a championship match after that. Uh, the TNT title match. Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs versus Wardlow. Uh, now, let me see who agrees with me on this. The TNT title. I personally feel the TNT title is kind of losing some of its shine. Do you guys agree with that? I feel like the TNT title almost means nothing. Let me know if I'm tripping, but I just, it doesn't get me excited to say, like, I know it's probably a mid-card title, like the U.S. title or the Intercontinent. Okay, ew, you don't want to compare it to the Intercontinental title, but you know what I'm saying. But I just feel like it's just not worth anything, but uh, we have Powerhouse Hobbs, the champion defending against Wardlow. Uh, the match was kind of, it was kind of average and slow, honestly. It was two kind of slower guys. They, of course, did hit some big power moves, some nice power bombs, some good, I already said power moves, but that's all they really did. There was no, uh, great flow, great reversals. Uh, so outside of a couple big power bombs and power spots, nothing over the top exciting. Uh, they did have Powerhouse Hobbs drop the title for some reason to Wardlow. I don't know what's going on there. Maybe they're just going to play a little hot potato with that. Uh, Wardlow is your TNT champion all of a sudden on TV. Uh, don't under don't understand the booking there. Um, not quite a fan of either one. I guess Powerhouse Hobbs maybe a t- nah, they're both basically the same wrestler really. Uh, so, I guess it's just a personal lack of interest, but you guys can let me know if, again, if I'm tripping, or if, uh, it was a slow average match, and the title does mean less. Maybe, uh, maybe I'm right. Uh, next up, we had, uh, Commander, or Commander, just trying to pronounce it how he says it, I guess, uh, versus Switchblade Jay White. This was, I believe, Jay White's first match, maybe second, maybe his first singles match. Uh, but again, Commander versus Switchblade Jay White in AEW, pretty cool. I see both these guys in AEW really is pretty cool. Uh, now what's not cool is that every time I see Commander, they are having him take the take the L. Don't like that. Now, of course, versus Jay White debuting in AEW, he's gonna take the L. Uh, but I. Re- I've been seeing a lot of Commander, and I've been really impressed lately, and I, he's not getting pushed anywhere. He's just putting on banger after banger of a match, and then getting pinned, so hopefully he gets his shine soon. Uh, but right now, he's jumping out to Jay White. 
and again, nothing against Jay White. Uh, he was definitely a legend with, over there in New Japan. Uh, I don't watch New Japan weekly. I can't say that 100%, but anytime I saw Jay White, I, I was impressed with his matches. So nothing against him. It's just uh, my personal commander take, I guess. Uh, this match, yes, good high spots, good action, uh, everything you expected of both these guys. Uh, maybe not the longest match ever, but other than that, pretty good. You wouldn't, you wouldn't mind seeing these guys have more time on TV or even pay per view. Of course, Jay White, of course, but uh, props to Commander. Let's just see him get some shine, even if it has to be Ring of Honor. I just want to see him get a little bit of something. He is a fantastic wrestler. Uh, next up, we've got Adam Cole, Bay Bay, uh, and Chris Jericho. Um, <clears throat> the face-to-face segment, you know, these face-to-face segments, I feel like are just TV time fillers. They might call them storytelling, um, but f- to advertise a face-to-face and like to tease it, it's just so I don't know. Not for me. So just to summarize this face-to-face for all of you, uh, if you haven't watched it, or if you have, just for the talking point of it, uh, it ends up with the rascals that are actually out there helping them. Uh, they end up handcuffing Adam Cole to the rope, right? Someone correct me if I'm wrong. They got Adam Cole handcuffed to the rope. Uh, Jericho does that while he has the rascals beat up Britt Baker in Pittsburgh in front of a handcuffed Adam Cole. So I, as much as I'm not a fan of the Rascals, it, it is a pretty big heel move and pretty good booking and pretty nice of Jericho to help them do that to make them get even more heel heat. Uh, so I guess, I don't know if that's props or not, but that is what I said there. <laughs> um, so they definitely got their heel heat that night. Uh, getting to the end here, a couple more matches. We've got, uh, first up here, Jake Hager teaming up with 2.0, or you, they, you might just call that the Jericho Appreciation Society, uh, versus the acclaimed, and of course, Daddy Ass. Um, yeah, I gotta be honest, guys, after the clever rap that the acclaimed did, which they always do and shout out, it, it's gotta be hard every week to come up with clever new stuff, and it's always related to... Relevant pop culture while also being clever on the wordplay and insulting. So shout out to them for being for doing that. Uh, the match is kind of lackluster though. You could I take it or leave it. Uh, but the main event here was the four pillar tourney. Uh, it's Sammy Guevara. It's Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Uh, now at first when I was making my notes watching this match, I was like, oh, this is kind of average. It's not bad. But then Sammy Guevara hit this, like, what did they call it on TV? Damn it, someone help me out. It was like a, it was like a slingshot into the air, pile driver tombstone. Murdeth on Twitch. Shout out to Real Murdeth. Everyone follow her Twitch and Instagram. We are both rocking these shirts. I was telling them earlier in my Ring of Honor uh, review, Murdeth, how we got our shirt. Them boys forever. The real murder. If you have the real murder on Instagram, you can see that she got that shirt today as well. Shout out. Uh, so yes, the main event of uh, Dynamite and the final 
topic of the show. Uh, yes, yeah, Sammy Guevara hit that, like, sl- I don't know, I'm going to call it a slingshot tombstone. He, like, slinged him in the air and then caught him and pile-drived him. It, it was a pretty good move by Sammy Guevara, who I always say I'm not a fan of, but that move was crazy. And then they hit that crazy table spot. Now, for some reason, MJF is kind of pretending to be Sammy Guevara's friend and helping him win this tournament. Uh, so we'll have to see the long game for MJF there. You know, he's got a plan of some sort. Uh, it, but he did help Sammy Guevara get the dub, so we'll see how that all plays out, yo. Uh, but hell yeah, that's everything I watched this week. Uh, from Thursday to Thursday. So that was Ring of Honor, SmackDown, Raw, and Dynamite last week. Uh, so in the next couple weeks, we'll be doing a pay-per-view show. I think next week is still a recap show, but uh, be sure to check us out. It's the Wrestling Corner on the Real Fresh channel. Uh, so the Wrestling Corner is every Thursday night. You can subscribe to the Real Fresh channel or just subscribe to the Wrestling Corner podcast playlist on that channel, whatever you prefer. Uh, subscribe, comment, uh, share, tell somebody. Shout out Mrs. K, who was here earlier. Shout out the real Murdoch, rocking dim boys. Follow her up one more time. Everyone, give her a follow. And that's gonna be it for me. How fresh? See y'all next week. Peace. <laughs>